so proud of us. <laughs> first time. Uh, it is definitely the first time we've finished <laughs> <laughs>I know. I feel like it kind of ruins our shtick. It <laughs> definitely destroys our we, no, organization. What the hell? The thing that happened to this is all, is all arbitrary until we figured out that we could actually get people to watch it. And now we're like, no, we got to take it seriously. Yeah, the last video got like a thousand views. We were like, uh, crap. Wow, that's impressive. We got to put a mild amount of effort into this now. My, mildly impressive. <laughs> yes. It's 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 medium wiener Just energy. Enough to carry us into wanting to do it for one more week. It's not small big energy. It's not big this could be the energy. last it's one. A, yes, could be. This could ruin us. Yeah. I like to go into every situation that you will walk out just ruined. <laughs> Destroyed. But yeah, you're so you're running ten with us now, which is going to be fun. We have converted yeah. you. So yeah, this is going to be my if if I if I am able to make it, then uh, this Copperhead is going to be my very first event in like ten years where I've gone tan. Cass is going to be very excited because he was pestering me to try to get you to come. Did, did, he doesn't know yet, does he? Mm-mm, he hasn't oh. told him yet. I'll, you want me to keep it a secret? Don't tell him because like that, bro. He's been on my ass. Be like, bro. We, motherfuckers, we gotta get to, we gotta get the game going and shit. Oh, and, uh, and fucking, I would love to. So, um, Tits. yeah, he's I, flying I, in. He's flying into DFW like Wednesday night or Thursday, early Thursday morning. I'm gonna pick him up, drive up to Corey's. You know what's gonna be funny too is I think I'm gonna fly in to Las Vegas and drive <laughs> up Manola Gay and. Um, so, and I don't know if I want to tell them that I'm gonna also be on the tan team. Show up. Or just show up with my full tan, get up and everything, and, and everybody's in their green. They're like, what the fuck? And I was like, went, nobody told me what side we were on. And- oh, shit, we're live. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the heads up, Carl. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mentioned... He said it. I heard it. <laughs> I was wondering I what I was going to start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now everybody shuts up when it's lighter. Yeah, ah! right? Well, <laughs> all right, that's the end of the show. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Welcome, folks. Back to episode 11 of another Serious Airsoft podcast. Somehow we made it this deep, and we actually managed to get another guest on. So, everybody, please welcome our boy Brainsploder. How you doing, Hello. bud? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. We're unfortunately we're we're absent Derek today because he decided that uh, watching planes fly was more important than hanging out with us. Nerd. He's a terrible host. Sounds pretty fun. But we do have Corey from Guardian Apparel. What's up? The PNW Punk. Howdy. And Carl from BB Dynamics. What's up, guys? <laughs> so Eric, you want to you want to kick this off? I know you had a bunch of questions. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> like, just a second ago, I thought you were the professional one. No, no, so... Um, None of us are professional, don't you? That's not, it's not even a joke, man. <laughs> um, so, I guess the, I mean, start right off. Um, what's the latest and greatest? Like, what do you, what's your, your big thing you're working on right now? Because I know you, you kind of tease some stuff about uh, a potential POV deal uh, mm-hmm. that's definitely the most exciting thing for me right now i've been taking around with it for like the last three four months it came out of the need kind of for that k63 that russian helmet the alton 
Because yeah. I was trying to record that, and it's got a visor coming over. It's a whole nightmare. So I started getting smaller and smaller with the cameras to try to fit under there. And several cameras, several variations later, I'm down to one that sits inside my goggles now that's like coinciding with my right eye now. I'm pretty wow. excited about that. As if you saw any of the Instagram video, I it was did. like, it's got yeah, that pretty sick. We were, we were all blown away. It. Yeah. That's it's, why we. Yeah, that, that was honestly, that was because I mean, I've been watching, wanting to have you on for a bit, but as soon as I saw that video, I was like, oh, that is, I got to figure out how we did that. Let's get that dude <laughs> on here because that is super cool. Yeah. So that's, I've been working on that a little bit more since then, even, and hopefully get to try it out in the actual game this weekend. It's been so crazy hot over here as well, like pushing 100 degrees every day, pretty much. So hopefully this weekend we're going for some night games, but it's, you know, night games start at six o'clock, which is still two hours of light. Mm-hmm. Right. Test it out, see how it goes. And is, that's probably going to be the next video. That's awesome. So is it, so you said it was, it's either, is it attached to your goggles or is it hanging off a helmet or like, what's the, what's the placement on that rig? The lens itself is inside the goggle. So mm-hmm. it's protected from the elements and it's, and it gets it further oh, and further or closer and closer That's to insane. my face sort of and away from the optic. And then the guts are outside to the recorder, camera, uh, power bank, all that stuff to power it. But it's, it's pretty minimal right now. I just have it as like a, like a head setup where it's all almost like a paintball mask sort of, but not mm-hmm. really. But it's all self-contained, no hat. Just uh, I throw a head sock on and put over the top. But it could be eventually be made into a you know helmet mount, hat mount boonie whatever it's like it's more versatile than a gopro but it requires kind of special attention to get it right this is obviously still heavily a concept so obviously so yeah, yeah. at this point i'm also i'm also kind of in that phase where everything i do I would like make it and then either sell it or give it away on youtube and then some jackass would just rip me off and then <laughs> become a goddamn celebrity off of it so i'm i'm on the fence about even like doing anything with it i might just keep it for myself and hopefully I, it'll further my own career at this yeah point. exactly hopefully use I it for your own youtube show how it's made yeah, yeah it's because i mean like that's what i did with the zoom camera like i figured out oh you can just put these cctv lenses in there like and you don't have to mount like you know a magnifier in front of it or build have a giant camera on top and i was like i'm so excited i made a video about it. <laughs> i see now we're selling them like two years later what is this <laughs> with like zero mention of anything I'm like oh, oh you motherfucker <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna ask you about that because i actually i really do want to i'm gonna pick up here next paycheck i don't think i'm gonna pick up one of your uh one of your sniper zoom cams for uh that i can kind of interchange on and off my setups because so is that what you did you you said you swapped in a different just a different lens to kind of uh alleviate because i know it's you did um, the zoom cam, and then you, it comes with it comes built into like a prefabricated uh, kind of mount setup that you've made. You've OEM'd, and then you you swap the lenses out. Is that what you did with them? Yeah, originally the idea was just to you know take those little action cameras that are getting small enough and quality enough to where they they could compete with something big. And then mm-hmm. at first I had like a like an iPhone, one of those magnifiers you use for an iPhone if you want to take a zoom picture. Ah. This back in the day. I had that sitting in front of the lens, like co-witnessing sort of, and it worked out okay. But then further researching, because it's a bulky thing, and if anything comes out of alignment, it was a mess. Further researching, I stumbled on the CCTV lenses. I was like, wait, they have the same thread pitch and all that stuff. So it was, you know, disassembly, assembly, trying different things. I was like, oh, crap, you could just put in, you know, finer lenses, which are have a smaller field of view. So it's, it's not actually like zoom. It's just you're taking in a smaller part of the image. At a at the same resolution, and that 
that sort of led to the zoom camera and i was like hey everybody you can do this and and then, and then, and then it, it like, blew hey, up. Yeah. Can you can you make this for me? I'm like, no, just watch the video, dude. It's easy. And, but eventually, enough people mentioned it. I'm like, wow, this is like a, just I'm just leaving money on the table. So I partnered with my buddy and we started doing that. And then I was just, say. everybody got in on that. Like now, the manufacturers make them right off right. the uh, right off from the our But we do have a couple Zoom levels. Like we have the 16, which is a little bit less Zoom, so it's good for CQB, or the 90, which is probably what you're talking about, where it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, so you've you've got on your website, you've got, I'll see, the BEM CQB, the field. So you've got CQB, field, uh, mid-range, long-range, and then wide-angle selfie camera, dual run. I mean, you've got a bunch of really, really cool stuff on, is it brainexplodermerch.com? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one for cameras. And if you want the 3D printed stuff, that's Brain Explorer Creations, and that leads to my Shapeway store, which stuff is just, you ordered, it's manufacture it's printed and shipped to you all in the u.s by the way it's all printed in new york and shipped across the world actually so that's awesome ah, that's killer that's what, one of the things i love about 3d printing is that no waste it's like there's no inventory there's no warehouse nothing's sitting around waiting for someone to buy it it's it's all just files and then the second you order it they throw it in the next batch they're printing and your stuff's ready to go it's way of the future man yeah material awesome. going in material going out for sure Did you see the dude that 3d printed the uh body for a, was a lamborghini aventador like he <laughs> bought a he bought a, yeah he bought a wrecked one <laughs> like for the frame and the engine and all that and then he made the i guess the body work was all 3d printed <laughs> it actually looks kind of kick-ass i mean i guess if you wreck it you sort of wreck it anyway so if, if it stays untouched it'll be perfect the second he wrecks it he's back to where he started <laughs> just like a normal I, car I, yeah. I expect him to be yeah. on the highway and the body just like lifts off and flies by. <laughs> <laughs> that's that might be that's probably something that they're working on printing parts for cars imagine if you just had like you lose a fender and you just go in you get a new fender printer they're like 3d printing body parts and stuff now like it's nuts that's like, 3D pretty houses and- dude it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, they'll see the concrete machine. Yeah, full houses. And it's like, you know, they're they're pretty ugly looking, but you it have works. a house yeah. within like two days or something. Yeah. The other so, th- oh I was no, I was, was going to say the other thing I appreciate from Mark of not just creating products, but also the the quality and the effort that he puts into the videos. It's some of the still like few airsoft videos I still watch compared to everybody else because the quality on like the small minute details that you put into your effort of your videos. I thoroughly appreciate it. And Corey also being a video guy, probably, I don't know how much Corey's seen of your videos, but yeah, that's what I appreciate oh, yeah. of watching your stuff. So no, they're definitely quality. Yeah. I for appreciate sure. you guys appreciating him because <laughs> <laughs> a regular circle jerk up in here. Have you, uh, have you gotten any hit ups about, uh, like small film people wanting, cause you know, for a while there, there was a big craze with like the POV, like was it hardcore Henry? They did oh, yeah. Yeah. like all the POV, like when GoPros were first coming out everybody wanted to do that. And I know you've made like the, the, um, I can't remember what the name of it now is, but the, the session, the GoPro session, you made like the base, but like one that can mount to a baseball cap. Oh yeah, yeah, all of the, you can mount any of them to the the big cameras or the little sessions. We have uh, options for all that. Um, I haven't had, well, I don't know. Film people probably just buy them because they have an actual budget. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't need to like come and try to get a free thirty dollar mount off of me. They just probably order like three of them and they're done. But I've had a few military guys reach out to me. They're like, um, some dude was like, I'm going on the fair. <laughs> this is bullcrap to try to get a free thing. But he was like some Israeli soldier of fortune who's like. <laughs> going out on a very important mission many people depend on me like 
this whole mission depends on me getting free shit from you (laughs) sweet sweet footage (laughs) yeah so it's like random stories like that a lot of guys have used them they're like you know jumpers or whatever in the um, army and stuff and they're like hey i like it but fix this or change that or something so a lot of them give me my feedback i would say it's definitely good to get feedback have you noticed i know you were talking about uh getting some of your and i'm sure you run into this a lot of getting your stuff poached have you run into like big companies trying to poach your stuff i know you mentioned about evike actually being because your stuff's on there now about being really receptive to you letting them know that they were running or they were at the time selling a knockoff and then they hit you up you were saying and we're like hey you want to know i yeah the evike big shout out to them for being total pros about it um they had one of the Chinese replicas and these companies just get tons of stuff sent to them. Cause you know, it's, they have a contract with TMC or something or mm-hmm. one of the many Chinese companies and they just sell them all the, whatever latest garbage that they have out and they throw it on the website as you would expect. There's mm-hmm. nobody like sitting there doing a background check on a $30 or $40 accessory. But yeah, I noticed that I think people are good also about the community. They always tell me when they see knockoffs, which angers me. And then, <laughs> then I could do something about it. But anyway, I contacted them. They were, they're like, oh, we didn't realize it was a knockoff. And I'm like, it's cool. I, I know it's not, you know, you're not intentionally looking for knockoffs, but you could yeah. sell through whatever minimal inventory you have. And then if you would knock it off, that'd be cool. And they were totally cool about it. And they're like, hey, maybe we could work together. Maybe we could carry your products. So that was definitely the best case scenario of somebody having a knockoff. And I would say that really speaks to their that really speaks to them as a, yeah. as a big company was, doing something like that. That's really cool. I was talking directly to Evike himself, like, that's like cool. the big dude. It's crazy. I'm surprised he has his time of day for this stuff because, I mean, that's that's definitely by far and above the biggest manufacturer or retailer oh, yeah. in the U.S., possibly the world. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know who would have Red Wolf would maybe have a run at him, but I would probably put him up there. I say I think I think Red Wolf might be padding their numbers just a smidge. <laughs> well, well I, yeah. think I think they're bigger overseas than they are here. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but that is yeah, total class. And then I've had just you know total, total jerks. I would say that just they just take it and then and then the best is when they try to reverse engineer everything and make up some story about how they came up with it. <laughs> there was this one dude who was knocking my stuff off, and you know I called him out on it, and then I see him posting like he's starting to recreate history for whatever future thing might come down so he's making up the story of how he came up with this mount but his timeline he came up with the mount three months before that gopro session even came out he had he had already <laughs> developed the mount. as if like gopro is looking just for some random dudes with no nothing sending oh. them prototypes so they could make crappy little mounts for airsoft like it's fact checking is a motherfucker (laughs) on wikipedia and you can see when it's released why you so your story at least makes some kind of sense make it you know two weeks after or a month after. yeah i was gonna say if you're gonna lie at least check your facts first yeah yeah Uh, yeah, because he's sort of like outing himself if this thing did go somewhere like how how are you doing this Uh, i I had a vision oh uh, i came (laughs) up it it came to me in my sleep (laughs) yeah burned on a piece of toast (laughs) oh man so are you are you going to copperhead this year too i know you went was it last year or the year before i went last year yeah it it was cool i honestly gotta say it's a little overhyped i think because i've played like a bunch of george air force base and to me george i think is like a two-story copperhead which and that's that's an hour away from my house that's kind of like do i want to drive 10 hours to play at a lesser field 
See, the trick with Copperhead is any of those houses are two-story houses if you try if you hard enough. <laughs> Corey, <laughs> Corey, like, straight yeeted me up on a roof that I had no business being on on day two last year. Just, like, did one of these little numbers and landed. <laughs> so it can it can be done. But, uh, yeah, we were on a couple of roofs last year. It was pretty nice. Laid by the AC unit up there. I knocked, like, one of the grates off of it. I'm like, I don't know how Get to Get a little bit of shit. Like, shit. <laughs> Which uh, now? Which field was it you're talking about in Georgia? Because the only the only game up in Georgia no, was no, that Georgia California. Oh, in Georgia. Was, okay. Yeah, it's the ones okay. like you know the Operation Line Claws runs their thing there. Jet gotcha. has an event there. Milson West runs their stuff there. It's like everybody goes through it. It's the it's probably like the most used field in America. So maybe other than Guardian Center where everyone else. And my scrubby ass has, has never heard of it. Really, <laughs> dude? I I'm so I'm so out of touch with like what's popular in airsoft. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Well, if you're ever out here for an event, you'll probably be at that field because everything seems to be around there. So I guess if if Copperhead is maybe or may not in the idea for you, what are like some major next big events that you're thinking of doing? It's not much currently because summer seems to just put a halt on everything. But uh, I've heard about this Holy Grail thing that's supposed to be out here. Mil- America Milsim, California event and... Whatever limited details I know, it seems like it's uh, going to be a pretty sweet thing. But it, I don't know what you guys have heard. Oh, that's news to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I haven't. Thing. No, you've probably heard as much as we've heard. Yeah, yeah. I we we've we've heard I'm enough to know like what it is. But I'd also heard that it wasn't happening anymore. So I don't know. Oh no! I, when, I heard there was something. There was some kind of halt on it. They weren't able to do it. Fuckery had ensued. Was the last thing that I had heard. But I could be completely wrong because once again, I'm completely out of touch with it. <laughs> I hope you're wrong because it sounded pretty pretty it baller. Really neat. About it. Hey, um, inept tactics wants to know what facial cream you use. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he asking? You. He wants oh. <laughs> Jurgens, of course. Jurgens. Well, there we go. <laughs> Beauty tips from uh from the sploder. So uh was... in the comments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, remember don't let's not forget his original name, the Urban Fox, which was already a meme name from Jeff <laughs> Deadwood Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I was not aware of that. That's, That's fun right now. That's right. Fun little fact. Oh man! So forever. Have you? Did you notice? Uh, I, I mean, obviously, you noticed a big spike with your with your Instagram and uh, I guess I would call it social media fame. Whenever you started creating yeah. products and like putting stuff out, you know, as cringy as it is to call it that, I mean, you, you've got a pretty decent following. The clout. At this point. Customers. The clout. The, the clout. The but clout. uh. How, how have you dealt with? I'm sure you have to, as anybody who creates anything in airsoft, you got to just be getting smacked by kids wanting free shit. Yeah, surprisingly, not that much. But, you know, once in a while, people will try it. Usually, I mean, I guess maybe the, I don't know, my client base seems to understand that it's kind of a return of investment system. Mm-hmm. Like people don't just give free stuff away because they're Mother Teresa's or whatever. It's like you give something to somebody, you hope they use it, and then they promote you and you know it's a mutual relationship but once you get it once in a while and you i know, mean you- obviously if somebody hits you up and they're like hey i'm gonna be on the 2030 mission to the moon can i yeah. get one of your mouth sure. you're just gonna like <laughs> throw it at him as hard That's as you right. can <laughs> just give me your address <laughs> yeah usually the the rule of thumb with free stuff is if the person seeking you out wants to give you free stuff then it's good if you're seeking them out it's probably not mm-hmm. gonna happen yeah 
pretty much solves all your questions. Really, because never everybody wants to get sponsored. Speaking of Eric, do you want to take that one off? Because we probably need to give them a shout. <laughs> oh, true. Um. So, uh, another serious airsoft podcast is sponsored by airsofttree.com. Um. It's uh, airsoft social dedicated social network. Uh, it's free to sign up for an account. Um. Just go on there, type in your bullshit, your email, and create a whatever and congratulations now you can if you're traveling oh where's this that field it'll tell you everything and then they have this thing called the gearbox where you can find whatever you want who makes it and where to buy it so that's pretty rad um asap is also sponsored by enola gay and asap 15 on their website will get you textile products and smoke products Within the U.S., that's fifteen percent off. And, yeah, because uh, the the U.K. is fucked. We can't yeah. think about that. We cannot help you. <laughs> um, and recently, um, if, if if by the way, if we get to was it fifty? Yeah, it's yeah. it's this episode or the first. I guess the first time we get fifty concurrent like live viewers. Yeah. EG's got a pretty dope ass swag bag. They want to get. What do we have? How much we got? We're at, people got to share shit man if you yeah. guys if we're at 16 so, if you guys can share oh, this plug it whoever's in that, the chat we know that airsofters are driven by free merchandise <laughs> and psychological validation what mm-hmm. better way than to share this stupid fucking program you'll get a shout out and, and you, a bag of free shit you will have your name read and a free bag of of enola gay stuff so that's pretty cool. <laughs> so sponsorships. And we actually, speaking of which, uh, we just got sponsored by Overwatch Tactics. So Overwatch mm. Tactics is, um, if any of you guys are going to be in the Waxahachie, what, is it Waxahachie? Waxahachie, yeah. Waxahachie, Waxahachie Texas, uh, the beginning of November for the Conquest of Avalon game. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think pretty much all of us are going to be there. We're trying to get Yep. We will all be there. Yep. Yep. Okay. We'll all be there. They also um, have an event in October. Yeah. Yes. They have a, a, an uh, event fourth in October. Sixth. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be in it's uh, Oklahoma Land Rush in Wyandotte at D-Day, and they're yeah. definitely trying to trying to push that. they got a really cool thing where uh, they did this at their division game, but they're doing this neat aspect, which I'm not sure, uh, Mark, if you've seen anybody do this, but they've got vendors that they're uh, doing like essentially free loot crates for objectives so if you take something you get a box of like useful stuff during the game like bb's smoke grenades eg67s um equipment there's some like they're throwing in like actual equipment that people will use like gear and whatnot in those too and so if you if you like the the more high-end objectives you get it's not just like who wins the game nobody really cares about that in the middle of the game you'll get stuff you can actually use like Corey and i grabbed a crate at the division game and we opened up and it was like oh shit there's like four bottles of BBs, eight EG smokes, like five EG 67s and like stuff we actually wanted. So it made, it gives a real cool kind of deal to like an incentive to go get these crates, which I thought was a cool gameplay thing. And they'll be doing that at their Oklahoma land rush here in October. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fourth or the sixth. I like that. Yeah. So head over to overwatch tactics um, and check out their schedule that they got coming up. Um, I was just, Pimping the the Avalon game because we're all going to be doing a live podcast there. So yep, yep. boom. Uh, the one that's like a run fair. Yep. Yeah. Runs yeah. Fair. It's okay. such a cool place to play. It looks dope, but I think I remember uh, Solotron telling me about it last year. Yep. Yeah. I think he's in the chat actually. Josh is, or he was floating around in there somewhere. Yeah, he's still there. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are our sponsors. You got, uh, yeah, C3. airsoft C three, uh, <laughs> and Nola Gay and Overwatch Tactics. So that's we, it. We managed to fool all of them into uh, thinking we're worth <laughs> a shit. You know what's cool though is, by the way, we didn't ask for any of them. They were gracious enough to back us because we have great rapport with them. And they were just like, hey, we like you guys. We want to. So they came to us. And that was I super can't cool. Say enough. That's yeah. really cool. So, well, I actually sent them shirtless pics of Cole. That's how we got them. <laughs> yeah. I, perfect. Shh, yeah. Don't tell people how we pay them. What's wrong with you? God. Oh, so man. we are at 20 view, 21 views right now. Wow. Which, 40 more? Yeah. For, <laughs> for <this>. <laughs> <laughs> but that's oh. not why we're here. We're here to we're here to uh, talk to our glorious guest and get some pick his brain a little bit. Oh, hey. Speaking of up. speaking of clout keepers, we got we got a special celeb who just dropped in. Oh, so yeah. hey. So, Leb, why don't you share this thing so we can get some more people on here? Maybe we will send you some free shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so Leb. Anyways. Celeb? I'm dying to know. Celeb. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I think, I think there's, a, there's a couple that hopped in, and I think he, uh, he's either singling out one or two or three of them. Wow. One. He knows who he is. He's the Celeb. <laughs> The celeb? He's the celeb. Oh, Ooh, we've got uh, Ryan Dean, Fatco Customs, another guy who's got his cool shit on Evike right now. Or actually, I'm sorry, I may be mistaken. Those sold out like the day they put them up. But the congratulations, uh, dude. Yeah, that was yeah. really cool. Those uh, the Fatco Custom four uh, sixteens that he did, which are wow. just those things are dope. <laughs> which yeah, is what they're... I currently run. It's glorious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've got one. It's the heaviest thing I've ever held in airsoft, but it's pretty, it shoots like a motherfucker. My arms can handle it. No big deal. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of guns, what are your, what are your, uh, Mark? What are you, what have you been using as far as have you been sniping mainly? Like, have you been running like what platform is your favorite at the moment? Um, I mean, if I had to like pick one gun that to keep from all my stuff, I'd probably pick the SRS just because the older you get, it's nice to just sit back and plink at people instead of being at the front there trying to do something but um um i just got my gbls back up and from them like for the fourth time and i'm looking forward to trying yeah, that yeah because I, I mean i've been following your progression and yeah you were initially first getting that gun and then working forward and it, it's noticeably improving every time so oh, yeah. yeah i'm i'm hoping to see what the fourth version of it looks like so yeah well i've tested a little bit in the backyard which i only have about 120 feet but it's it's zipping right now Good. But GBLS, by the way, speaking of good companies, I mean, these guys are total pros as well. They put out a product. It was inferior. And instead of just pimping the hell out of it and ignoring everything, they just went and, like, I put out a crappy review of them. They sent me, like, a $2,500 gun, and I just jetted all over it. And they were like, hey. They're like, that was great marketing. And so instead of just cutting me off and, like, hoping I would die and go away, they're like, they took the feedback. They they took my gun back. They fixed things. They went through like two, three revisions. And now, I mean, it, I, I think it'd be, it's a legitimate contender, not just, you know, for the, the blowback stuff, if you're looking for that sort of thing, but it's, it's a legit good gun. Of course it's expensive, but you're not getting just a gimmicky thing that with that bolt that slaps, it's like, you could feel this thing. You could be competitive with it. So that's, I mean, a lot of companies should take a, a leap 
uh, or example off them because that's a good way to do it. Uh-huh. That's awesome. So if, are your guns mainly electric or do you have is it gas, HPA? Like, is there a specific platform you I like guess, a, yeah. mode system stuck with? Um, I got to say, I, I prefer AGs just because the ease of it. You just charge it your own, you know, I got batteries charging next to me right here. Uh, don't have to go to the paintball store, which I loathe because it's like a, always just explaining to them what's happening. It's like, hey, Philip, <laughs> think, oh, you're going to paintball? No, airsoft. Airsoft. And like, I don't know. They're still confused somehow in 2019 about half the stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, prefer AGs. I like spring too, just because, I mean, nothing can go wrong with that. It's like, uh, unless your arm falls off, it's pretty much, it's, it's good to go. Um, HPA, I'm not a big fan. I can't stand tanks and lines. It just drives me nuts. So I mm-hmm. kind of HPA definitely on the bottom of my preferences for power source. Yeah, I know it drives it drives Corey absolutely insane. He, uh, <laughs> we we built one and then immediately traded it off. <laughs> yes, yeah, we did. I uh, I had a, a red. We did a red line N7 Milsim build, which is a great system. It's a really cool gun. It's fully uh, pneumatic firing system and then a dude was like hey you want a uh vsr 10 wolverine wraith with a bolt co's 2 inside the stock and i was like yeah no uh give me that give me that right now here you go yeah that's the way to go because i mean you get the hp thing but it's all within the gun there's nothing yeah so uh question if you've ever used uh the wolverine bolt system I haven't used it. Kyle had was building one, the laser viper is if you yeah, recall. Yeah. It was a total disaster. But the idea was cool <laughs> because when it did work for like the ten seconds it worked, it was it was a nice system. Like it's all it's all contained, which I like. Um and obviously you know it's like it takes zero pressure to operate the thing. What you gotta do is you gotta get uh if you do if we do hopefully see you at an event soon, you gotta shoot either this one or uh Carl's. Carl's is the one that ruined sniping for me. Like we were at Copperhead. It does last that for most people. Like, yeah. Dude, he's like, here, shoot this real quick. And it's this hydro dip multicam tropic just monster machine that yeah. he's gonna about to whip out here. Yeah, that thing. Oh. And so, it's just dude, I shot it and I cried and I was like, I don't I don't want to play anymore. You're not So yeah, I got it um coded by DNM Customs out of Louisiana. Shout out to Derek, he's an awesome dude. Um but yeah, it, I mean, the thing about what I like about this gun is, like, you literally just slap a different couple of parts together, and it just works. Like, I have not had to spend the time of really fine-tuning it. Like, it just shoots really well. So. When it works. When it works. Which is the, we were just commiserating about the uh, the unfortunate uh, adjustment system for the for the CO2 on there. Because, I mean, you'll, you'll slay your handle slip or something, and you'll throw the... Uh, the adjustment setting off and then you're going to blow through like four co2 canisters trying to get that setting right yeah that's one of the reasons why i purchased the the um cz evo mm-hmm. god those uh, ones are sweet and but because i shot one um the, one of the guys uh i think it was milson media um they hooked they let me use uh castro let me use mm-hmm. his the, the one that they had sent them um because my hpa went down and so he let me shoot that thing and it was like it just kept going and then it kept going and then it just kept going well this is well well, this is fucking great (laughs) you know and so uh as soon as i got home i bought one and um i i don't i don't want to touch it i don't want anything to do with on the inside if it shoots well then then great no send it to fat kid let him put let him dsg (sighs) fucking demonize it like he did mine that thing to i i'm really upset that i 
got rid of that gun, but I did it for a very specific reason, and I miss it every single time I go out and play because that thing was gross. <laughs> like there's just no, there was no getting around it. That gun was that gun was ridiculous. The Evo is pretty spectacular. I've never heard anyone not like their Evo. It's like yeah. it's one I of love those mine. magic guns that yeah. just shoot. It yeah. just works. Like I, I got it specifically for travel because I, I just want something that works. Lightweight magazines just it, it just works. There you can change that. a spring, take it anywhere to any field. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's exactly why I bought mine. Is like because I know I can go to any field and be like, Oh, I'm shooting hot, just swap the spring real fast. No big deal. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the SG springs are pretty nice too with the color coding on uh-huh. them. Yeah, yeah. For the different, you know, FPS ratings. Pretty dope. Yep. Now I know there's obviously a lot of trial and error with creating any kind of new product or trying to come out with something. Has there been anything like really cool that you tried to make Mark or like wanted to like really make work and just couldn't quite get the job done as far as like something you tried to put together? Um, yeah, of course stuff comes in. Like, I mean, everything's kind of motivated by need. It's like, mm-hmm. I need, I need a thing. The first thing I always do is just let me see if I can find it. Cause I don't want to make it. It's if it already exists and that why make something that's already out there. Somebody spent time on, uh, but when, if it doesn't, then I start making one thing I was working on was an R-Hop patch cutter, which was like this box thing with a tube that you slide the, the little piping into, and then you could cut it different depths and stuff. And seemed to work on the surface. Then they got like the final proof from Shapeways. And nothing was just like a clogged up disaster. And it, um, <laughs> it just so butchered everything. I'm like, forget it. I'm done with it. Kind of like a, like a, so like an adjustable cookie cutter punch for the, for the R-Hops? Kind of. It was like this template you you slide the the tube in and then it holds it in place so then you can make nice clean cuts versus you know usually you're just cutting on the table with the blade or trying mm-hmm. to like cut at a crazy angle because you have to cut it it's curved and you're trying to cut it flat to fit into the <laughs> the barrel it, i mean if you ever done an r-hop it's like you got to be like a ginsu knife expert or something to cut one of those things <laughs> so that was going to be the solution to that and i went through like a bunch of home versions of it home prints and then i Finally, I thought I was done. I was like ready to make a video and I'm tested. I'm like, what the heck? This thing is so bad. Like, and I just gave up on it. Just, and then I just found better ways to make our hot batches. <laughs> I think I saw that on your IG story. If, if I'm correctly thinking about it, like you've posted like the progress of it Maybe. a little bit. Yeah. Possibly. I usually try not to post stuff that's like in still first, proto phase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause it's like, you know, first you're kind of giving away ideas and yep. The way I've, I've noticed people like to steal some ideas, so uh, keep that to myself. And then usually it's like, why post? I, I'm more of a do it than talk about than talk about than do it type thing. Uh, kind of drives me nuts when people do a lot of pre pre hype and then nothing comes of it. So pre talk and nothing to show for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the one thing that just popped into my mind when you mentioned it. But there's been stuff that like I was working on the shoulder camera or a version of the shoulder camera just for the last like two weeks and it's just i cannot get the angle right or it gets in the way it's just i was i, I mean so much time spent and then it's just going to be like mm, like i already have a shoulder cam that works pretty well <laughs> why am i <laughs> trying to reinvent the, the wheel here so yep i gotcha yeah a lot of stuff like that but usually i mean nothing you know, like you'll, you'll fa- nothing's like completely exploded on you like you weren't doing some mad scientist shit with your <laughs> 3d printer and something just like caught on fire <laughs> No, man, I don't use lipos in it. <laughs> <laughs> what, so what What? project, like, um, like it's kind of like one of those things where you're like, man, I really want to do this, and you, you kind of put it off for a long time, and then you finally kind of get to it. Like, 
what is like what is one project that you just you want to see an improvement on on either an operating system or a gun itself or just something that just gets your 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 creative side going like i could do this better or this needs to this corner needs something new you know what i mean i think the one one thing I want to see improved in airsoft that really it has nothing to do with me even it's it's uh, some kind of you know you, you see a box and it's got the FPS rating on it's got the rounds per second or something on it or any video any review of a gun but the one thing they forget that's like the most important thing is friggin accuracy I want some kind of standardized accuracy test that companies can do so when you're buying a gun it says okay man size target at 150 feet. And you go, okay, that's reasonable. You know, it's like a CQB gun. You're like, that's fine. And then you go buy a sniper rifle that says men's size target, 220 feet. You're like, okay, that's pretty good for a starting point maybe. Um, some kind of accuracy rating. That would be, uh, to me, that's okay. really the only thing that matters is can you hit the target? How fast you could miss him or how many rounds per second you could shoot around him. doesn't really matter if you can't hit anything. So something, like something that would track like the, the uh, I'm trying to think of the word for this, but the difference between your shots, like something that would kind of give you an idea of what your grouping looks like. I just wanted like a, a rating on the box or mm -hmm. how you get, you know, the FPS rating on the box. I want an accuracy rating. Like an comes. accuracy, like an ESR rating. Yeah. Some, so you know what you're buying, something to expect, something to hold the company to because right now everyone just, you know, FPS and RPS is kind of easy. You just, especially for like the, a quick little test the first time you get the gun your fps will probably be as expected and your rps will be as expected Ooh, but we've, got a, we've got a question in the chat from uh tim <laughs> he's uh i know you mentioned uh Novridge earlier what's your uh what's your what's thoughts up, on guys? what's your thoughts on that homeboy because <laughs> that seems to be what the what everybody wants to know at the moment <laughs> well Novridge is doing i think what a lot of us should be doing when we have half an idea and that's just like driving the hell out of it and just turning into the, a bigger thing that, than it might even be. But sometimes just doing something is more important than doing maybe like the best thing. It's just, <laughs> so it's just like being repetitive, doing stuff, like really pimping it out there. And that's what he's been doing. And it's been totally working for him. And I'm sure um, he's, as far as airsoft profits go, he's above and beyond any of anybody really i don't even know maybe like a retailer could compete with him but as far as individually yeah he's that guy's making shit tons of money yeah <laughs> but, but most of it is you know he hasn't really done any he does have a gun which you know is sort of a rebranded gun that um that's been made it's basically to be good. a modify isn't it yeah. yeah but i think he he took the idea of like kind of what i'm talking about you know you want you want a gun that's sort of has certain guarantees he took a gun that you would take in an upgrade and he just pre-upgraded for you and then pimp the hell out of it because there's a platform for it. So he's being smart about it. Um, and you, you can't really hate him for that, for, for him hustling. But I mean, that, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, but. I, I always try to distinguish like um, actual criticism versus like jealousy because it's yeah. sometimes jealousy can drive a lot of hate. Mm -hmm. And you're like, why am I hating on this guy for? For working hard so for it's success, not, not yeah. a good reason to you know put someone down i mean some of the stuff he's done like uh, personally like i'm like mm, it's knocking off my cameras this and that like it's personally doesn't sit well with me but see i thought those were yours like i thought I he was, was doing say, something with you i thought he was using your yeah because like i was gonna say arguably your camera's kind of 
made that man's entire career. <laughs> like I thought, I thought they were your cameras he was using. Well, he yeah, he used a few of my cameras. Now now it's become to where it's just like the actual camera manufacturers are doing it themselves because they, they see there's a market for it and they're like, well, we just put it in different lens that provide a mount and we can make money off of it. And, you know, it's it's not really anything proprietary. It's just you, if it's sort of like credit or credit is due type thing. But mm-hmm. um, that's that's what a lot of companies are doing now. Now you can't even tell who's using what, where. It's just it, it's become like a an actual segment of the market where before it was like this niche thing that you could only either do yourself or get it on my website. So it's exploded, which I guess is good. It's good for the community, definitely. And then I always try to keep that in mind. It's like I, I'm selfish, of course, and I want everyone to just buy my stuff. But I know for the community, competition and all that, that's good because it drives innovation and lowers prices. So I, I see it both ways. I see it's a good and a bad thing. You're too pure for Airsoft. We've got to protect <laughs> you at all costs. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to be a little bit more petty, please. Yeah, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Because now we feel like terrible people. <laughs> no, man. Like the, you can't have a podcast if you're being nice. That's going to be a real crappy podcast if everyone's just sitting the, here saying yeah. nice things about each other. <laughs> Didn't realize we were going to have the Mr. Rogers of Airsoft. <laughs> no, that's that's Jonathan. <laughs> uh, so, okay, then if, if you know, his his marketing and, and his strategies aside, uh, who, 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 do you, who do you think is a better sniper? <laughs> him or me <laughs> uh well he's been doing it for a while man I, I, according to every story it was like since since childbirth he began sniping so. <laughs> <laughs> since before the dawn of time like has been shotting both actions no i've seen i i've actually shot his gun is the original one that got fame for him sort of i guess like the, the vsr 10 that he came up with he was he was out here with Jet and Lee, and they came up to my cabin and we hung out a little bit. He let me shoot that thing, and I was like dicking around with my uh, M82 or something like that. Some other gun that's never going to work properly. But I shot that thing, and it's a very damn good shooting gun. So um, he, he knows what he's doing. So I think he's a pretty good sniper, but um, that's his thing. Maybe I'm a better pistol shooter. Who knows? Although, if you're watching his videos, this is the thing that drives me nuts about these gameplay videos. They're like, they're like sideways whipping out a gun and they're just shooting through the shrub. And it's like X, 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 little tick marks from Call of Duty. You're not hitting every shot. Yeah. First, it's airsoft. Nothing even goes the same place twice. So even if you're the greatest shooter in the world, you're probably going to miss just because of a technical error. But they're all John Wick at 300 feet. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it is like, it's like 300 feet, one arm sideways holding the gun while running through a room, through a shrub, like, if one of those hit, you're lucky. Like, there's no way who's everyone's that, the next. Who's that guy that? Um, God, I, I'm, I feel so bad that I can't remember the the guy from Canada who does House Gamers. I mean, like he does very memey. Like when he does that, he yeah. does it to meme, and like that, I find that funny. But you know, he he's like I really enjoy his content. But when you're talking about a pistol with like 300 feet John Wick in it, I re- I, I came randomly came across one of his videos where he had a pistol that he had set up in a certain way where it basically he was like this thing shoots forever. This is not even fair. That must so be the Mark 23. Yeah, he put a scope on it and just sniped with that thing. And, oh, that's awesome. People swear by that thing, man. It's I have one. Like I love it. God pistol. No, I love it. It's amazing. Like the only issue I have is mags with it sometimes, but nah, yeah, it's we're finding a holster for it. Well, my fa- my favorite like 
we talk about the videos of like guys doing the hit marks. My favorite is right now is Alphonse is just because he's just shooting him with a fart cannon, like an A10 warthog. <laughs> so it's like, and you see like 90 of those tick marks like go all over their body. <laughs> that, those, those are my favorite right now. Those <laughs> yeah. are the good ones. Alphonse is coming up fast. Dude, he is. We, the the we growth is on, insane. Was it episode four we had him on? Yeah. Yeah, his, oh, it was that early. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. His, his video with the bodybuilder is pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, where he just juices him? Yeah. yeah. Was, well, ooh. a couple times. God, that looked painful. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so, Mark, have you, is it, so it's mainly just, you know, the camera stuff you do, but have you modified any of your guns at all? Or like, have you, is there anything less, aside from like your normal run of the mill tech work, like, is there anything that you've done um, or found that you like messing around with them? Or I like doing hop ups to me that, Usually, that's all you really need to is get the mm-hmm. hop up right. Um, I don't really care about RPS, FPS. You know, if there's a quick change spring, I'll mess with it. If not, then I'll, I'll live around it. I hate opening gearboxes. It's like a jack in the box. It's like when I open that thing, it's never going to be the same. It's just going to shoot gears all over the place, and and that's it. So I try to avoid gearboxes, gas guns. I don't mind taking on because you know they they break apart real easy. Um, and spraying stuff is fun to work on. So I try to get, I'm trying to go more from having a big collection to having like maybe 10, 15 guns that are like really good guns. That are, you, <laughs> how many, how many, guns, Jesus, do you, how many like, guns do you currently have? Uh, somewhere north of 50. I don't even know. I've lost God, track. I got so much crap. <laughs> I thought I my like, like, when I had like five. Yeah, I was like, I thought my 15 was cool. Damn. Are you just going to start throwing them out the window while you're coming back from events? <laughs> there's just like, a, there's a closet that they all just sit in. Like, I just discovered I've had, I forgot I had that beta project AK like for the longest time. And I was looking for like some uh, QD mount or something amongst all the guns. I'm like, oh, I have this thing. I could probably use it this weekend. Let me- well, see, those things are dope. Those are like really sought after these days too, those beta products. I got rid of mine and I'm big sad about it. <laughs> yeah, because they just, they came out and then whatever the Magpul PTS thing happened, they disappeared, I think. So I'm glad I snatched it up. Yeah, those things are dope, but 50 guns, Christ. Because I've, I've, I've essentially kind of stuck with the rule that you're talking about where you get like two or three like really good guns and you just kind of stick with them. But I've yeah. got like five, and I feel like I'm overcrowding myself. <laughs> Jeez. Well, that and my wife would beat me more than she <laughs> does if she came home and saw 50 guns sitting in my room. Yeah, I used to have that big wall, and it was just they have to stop fitting on there. So they just get put into a closet, and I just have the good ones out now where I'm like, okay, any of these I could grab off the wall, and they should be good to go. That's pretty cool. So do, you, yeah. do you play on weekends a lot, or is it mainly just events? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, it's. I, sort of find weekend games are like good practice for figuring stuff out, you know, setting up new optics or cameras or equipment, gear, all that stuff. And then when the event rolls out, you kind of got all the kinks worked out. I try not to do new guns or new anything really at big events. I want stuff that works because you don't have as much time. You know, a local game, you go out, something goes wrong, you just walk back, swap it out. Next game, you're back in. Yeah. Big events, it's like a big production. You gotta go re-chrono all that stuff. It's like, it's a whole thing. I just want like two, three guns that work. Bring them out, and if something happens, just pick up the next go. one. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think the only reason why I would want that many guns is the amount of like ideas that just go thrown through my head that I'm like, oh, I just, <laughs> I just need the front end of this, dude. There'd be so many Franken. There'd be like yeah, there'd be no extra parts. guns. <laughs> like be- one Frankenstein monstrosity. It would, yeah. I, I basically would, I would, I would love to have fifty just random guns that I can just pick and choose from. You like, well, this is 
Now kiss. <laughs> <laughs> you need a 3D printer, my friend. I do need a 3D printer. I know, because with Eric's creativity and some of the stuff that he's created, if anybody's ever seen that, you should check out his page. But yeah, like exactly. I feel like you knowing a good CAD program and having a 3D he's, printer would be a little scary. He's just going to figure out a way to 3D print dildo BBs. It's going to be little so, dick and ball six millimeter airsoft so, darts that he's going to be shooting at people. I got two <laughs> shout outs. One, one of my local friends that I, that I've been playing. I, I, you, uh, we, we played, we were on a uh, airsoft team together, but he actually, um, he 3d printed little dicks to put inside, uh, an M203 launcher. So basically instead of BBs, it's just, dicks <laughs> and um he was gonna was the aerodynamics on that <laughs> <laughs> probably a lot of testing wind tunnel tests no yeah no we got, you gotta get the uh the over under dynamics of the testicle is, first and there, the there is no r&d it's just that's an idea it's just Let's put it in a bag and put it on it, you know um but no the, there's a, a cup one of my friends um who i've been really hyping lately because he's he's been doing a lot of cool shit with his Built. He's a local here in Washington. Um, the faded pilot. He is just followed that kid actually. Yeah, no, he's he's got some he's got some cool shit he's he's doing right now. And he just got his hands on um the Lancer LT29. And he's been playing, he's just he's brand new, so he knows literally nothing about airsoft. And so like I'll get 50 questions in the middle of the night. I'm like, <laughs> you know. Um, but he's, he's been fucking around with some 3d printer shit. So like in the meantime, before I start learning it, I'm going to be like, Hey, make me this. we should, we should, we'd make that. And so <laughs> we've got, we've got this cool, um, pistol project that we're, that we're kind of, I saw the P20, there was the P2020 he made from apex. Yeah. That's awesome. So, printed. Dude, he, it looks, it looks sick. So one of the things that, um, that we, I think he wants to try and do is he wants to, um, turn a p2020 into uh, or a high kappa into a p2020 essentially but then no one will die whenever you shoot them just like in the fucking game that's exactly right (laughs) yeah mark i that's another thing i wanted to ask because i know that you've played games a lot of PUBG and stuff in some of your other videos too i don't know if you're still gaming a lot if you're still yeah like posting videos about that so no i stopped posting videos because they were just like they would like if you watch the stats of what you put out a video, first it gets no views and then it just gets a ton of unfollows. Like people are like, wow, what is this? I didn't I'm here for this. airsoft. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so people are like real quick to scatter if you post the game video. So I was like, yeah, forget it. I'll just keep it to myself. Um, but yeah, PUBG is my jam still, even though like two and a half years later, everyone's moved on to Apex and Fortnite and whatever. Uh-huh. I, but, I play Fortnite. <laughs> I won't. Like same with Minecraft. I, I, out of spite. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you've passed the Minecraft phase at this point. Yeah. Well, we were we were playing Apex the other night. That's that game. Like, it, I I got out of it for a while, and then season two came out, and I started playing it again. It's really fun. I'm having a good time with it. Yeah, I was just I saying it like once, and I was like, dude, this is like everyone's on speed or something. I can't handle dude, this. <laughs> no, they're on crack. The, your fast twitch has got to be like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't have those. Well, I got another question. It was if you could take someone like if. if Whose gun, friend, teammate, enemy, or YouTuber? Um, I, I think I think I'm reading this right. If you could take someone else's gun, friend, teammate, enemy, YouTuber, uh, which one would you take? I don't necessarily. I don't know if I'm reading that right. Like if you if you've, if you've got gun envy for yeah. like anybody's anybody's gat. 
Uh, I always wanted to. I was like excited about the AA12 coming out, especially when they announced the the drum mag. For I was like, oh, this looks like God. the coolest gun, and I just never pulled the trigger on it. One of my buddies has it, and it looks like a pretty insane beast because you know you're still like in that low joule limit. You got the three BBs per second for semi-auto. Like it's just it's insane that gun. It, sh- it shouldn't have been legal. It's so nuts. But <laughs> I just want to see like a super hardcore gas version of that that has like real recoil. So it's just like <laughs> and just like takes off whenever you try to shoot it. That would be cool. I don't know where the heck you would put. Oh, I guess you could put, man, with the drum mag, you could probably put like a whole Coleman container canister of. See, I was making a joke. You're like actually trying to map <laughs> like, out. Wait. How to make this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So be like writing out diagrams and shit, man. That's I'm, cool. I'm waiting for it. Wow, that's my biggest gripe is like those Coleman containers you get of propane. Those things are dirt cheap. Never has one leaked in the history of it. But pistol mags, 40 bucks a pop. And then like third time in, gas everywhere like how can we not figure this out like coleman does it for nothing and yeah it's exactly. twice, three times as much metal and it's filled with way more gas and more pressure like come on man that is my biggest gripe in airsoft is i have a nice airsoft pistol and i never use the thing because it never fucking works the mags just explode like if i look at it funny that mags like yeah and just commit suicide it's nuts that's crazy some brands are just so terrible I mean, my next, I was my next question for you, Mark, is I don't know if you have any gun plans in the future that you are looking into do next. But if, yeah, if if there's a certain gun or something that you've that's kind of caught in your eye lately on what you want to build personally next is your next project. That's what I want to ask. I got the LCT AK-12 on my radar. I definitely want to try that out. And the Leaf Force MP7 AEG seems to be that's I won't I have a big mighty fat fucking need for one of those yeah man it sort of hits all it might be in that whole Evo category where it's small it's light it's electric it's an actual AG not you know some AEP thing going on Mm -hmm. I haven't really seen anything bad about it either I haven't seen much about it honestly but I mentioned I mentioned the last episode I have and this is you know I've heard Elite Force's uh, customer service is incredible um, just don't be a BB competitor with them. But uh, <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd heard that they were having problems with, because it is a very proprietary system, and it's a Generation 1, so it's brand new. It's going to have some kinks. Uh, I know with some of the local fields out here, like DFWAP, D14, kids that have them, I've heard gripes about just random drop-offs in FPS, and they're not sure if it's a part that goes wrong in it or if it's a spring or, like, what's happening but randomly, it, the FPS will drop to like 120-something. It's almost identical on all of them. There's like, five, I think, three or four kids that I've talked to. Are you saying and like then, if you were shooting a burst, like one out of the few, like four no, or five like shots? No, just the gun in oh, general. Gun in general all just start, drops yeah, to that. just oh. will drop to that. And they've all had the same problem. Now, they've all also had very, very high praise on how awesome Elite Force's customer service has been about fixing the issue or getting them a new one or getting it fixed. But it sounds like it's it's it, if it's if it's doing the same thing for all of them, you know, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's probably the same issue. But that's the only bad thing I've heard about. Yeah, it. Everybody I mean, else has just been creaming over them. That's the thing with Gen One; it's always so many possible problems. It's, something's going to happen. Like you let everybody else beta test, it and then you can hop in a little later. <laughs> <Just> wait, <laughs> just uh, dude, I'm I'm waiting. Once the Gen Two comes out, I'm gonna be in the background like Batman, just sitting on the edge of a building, just watching, waiting to jump <laughs> off and swoop one of those fuckers up. Because it is, those are cool, man. Yeah, man, it's it hits, checks all the check marks. Burp, burp. Are there For any? Sure. Are there any like real guns that you want to be seen 
made into airsoft? Like, is there anything you've seen that you've been like, that is one the one thing I want to be able to shoot at small children with and not. <laughs> I think the SKS, somebody's missing out on that. Like True. that, that'll be a big seller if somebody gets in on that. Cause I don't see why not. It's a pretty sizable gun. You could easily fit a gearbox in there. You could probably do a horizontal, you know, gearbox motor setup. And then if you make it that way, you can have all the aftermarket parts for it. You know, those, those kits that modernize it and all that stuff. It could be a, be a pretty big market. I in think. my head, I see like a Wolverine, wraith with a co2 stock for one of those because it's big enough for it and you could put like one of the bigger co2s canisters in there one of the small uh air canisters in there and that thing would be a mean dmr yeah man that's a, it's, i mean it's such a popular real gun or it's at least so plentiful that they're probably a big market for the airsoft replica as well and it's appearing in more and more games it's all kind of it's all everything's video game driven because i mean that's how most people sort of discover stuff it's like oh i played it in modern warfare whatever number and then it's like now nah, i want to do it in there so that's why everybody had an mp5 back in like 2000 or whatever <laughs> what do you think okay so like with with mp or with 3d printing and and a lot of people kind of taking after what you've done not saying that you know you're, you're the one who started it but you were definitely one of the ones that influenced it to be something that people should consider doing and creating new products out of 3d modeling how far do you think we are from people just making their own? I mean, we're it's already, kind of already getting there, but like video game guns, like if, if companies aren't going to make them and we're going to get to keep getting the same M4, <laughs> when do you think that's going to be the next thing? Like almost cosplay ready airsoft guns. I think we're as far as designing them, we're pretty much there. It's the cost right now. If you if went, to, even if you went uh, the home print route, which is gonna look pretty three D home print, pretty, <laughs> a little rough. It's gonna look homemade. Like you're gonna know it's a three D print. If you then from that you want to step up to you know professionally printed, uh, something like a gun shell that you're looking at like probably two hundred bucks just for the base model before you could sell it to anyone. So. Uh, it's just expensive like who's gonna yeah. put a hundred i mean some people will don't get me wrong there's like people K- that are like their tk45 or whatever that we keep talking about that thing is it's it's a, it's a gun out of apex it looks like the 301 oh that the fake vector yeah the, the tk the tk45 right is that KW, like? yeah yeah i think you got it yeah it's just cost prohibitive right now i mean people are you like you said your friend he's designing these casings for it or the, the shells for it it's totally doable we got t- a lot of creative people and i feel like when I first started like 3d printing, like people didn't know what it was even. And now you have, I feel like every third person owns a 3d printer now or something. They don't even know what have them don't, don't know why they have it. Cause they got it, you know, for, as a gift or from school or they bought it on Amazon for 200 bucks, but um, access to them is, is available. It's just, it's expensive. Maybe when a legitimate, website pops up where you could sell stl files to where people could download and print it themselves that might open up the market a little more because then you're paying you know maybe you're paying 20 30 bucks for the file and then you print it at home with your own supplies or in your own time and that that's the way it brings the cost down i will say though that that fake vector or not that tk45 i have a mighty need for one <laughs> <laughs> well it's a space gun so you gotta have it it's right? a, it was space gun therefore i want <laughs> eric yeah. eric loves the tk45 like Corey loves punisher warzone oh my gosh <laughs> get out of here <laughs> and we actually got to shoot a commercial with it before oh, that's, they officially yeah, released it. We did the uh, the Overwatch Tactics Division game. Yeah, the uh, KWA sent out like a really legit media team, and they were like, 
hey, you guys, uh, who wants to hold it? And I just like beat two kids out of the way and grabbed it and was like, me, give me that. This thing is sweet. No. It's a pretty cool deal. It's a cool gun. It's a really yeah. neat gun. Well, what do you guys think of? Sorry, it's not my podcast. No, but, no, um, I want no, I want I want somebody we're, to ask questions. We're, Let's do we're this. asking the same questions yeah. anybody else. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, running true. out of shit to say. <laughs> yeah, we didn't show up with a plan. You do what you want. <laughs> what do you guys think of fake guns in general? And on that topic, how about that GNG SSG, whatever that monstrosity that showed up this week on? Oh, that paintball gun. Media? Yeah, the paintball gun. Like, what do you Wait, think of fake guns slash you know just guns that are more based around function than you know certain real firearm so well, Corey hates any gun that isn't black or tan yeah no it, it, i think it depends on what you're playing i mean obviously they're i think g and is trying to focus more on like the speed qb crowd like with all the your neon anodized looking metals and whatnot but uh yeah for me if, if it doesn't look like an ar i'm really not interested in <laughs> i'm pretty just AR, down yeah one platform yeah I mean, no just one can platform. a scar path or no scar no no that's ridiculous oh sorry i'm <laughs> <laughs> too far yeah. i mean i just think gng is playing to they're seeing what i mean this is what gng is known for for a long time is obviously their marketing and they understand what i think people want and so i think they see that there's a huge potential in the future of and how quickly speed qb is really growing so, I dig the space guns, man. Yeah. I just don't want to pay an extra $150 for eight mags for a gun. When, Like, that's honestly the only reason that I stick with M4s for the most part is just because or why I, choose the, I chose the Tokyo Marui BSR-10 as my models for my snipers isn't because they're the best-looking ones. By far, they're, they look generic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because they the work. mags are plentiful. I can find aftermarket parts for them. You know, it's just, it's, it's really, really easy to not break the bank to make a cool one. That's Whereas, one of the reasons why it's, it's halted me from doing the TK 45. Cause I already have an Evo and I'm like, well, technically mm-hmm. I've got a pistol carbine. I don't need another one. And it would specifically, it would just strictly be uh, aesthetic purposes. Well, didn't they just, aren't they working on another model? That's that takes the standard AR mags. Yep. Are they really? The RK? Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. No, they're making one. It's it's literally the R301 from fucking Apex. But okay, I'm glad I waited because (laughs) (laughs) I guess we know you're an ex guy. Yeah. Now we know. You're seeing a lot of these because there's been a big upsurge in these nine millimeter AR pistol platforms. And what's cool is you're starting to see some of them, not all of them, but there's a couple that have interchangeable mags, which is neat and good for people who want to not break the bank because nothing sucks worse than having like basically the exact same gun but from like classic army instead of g and g and the mags don't fit that drives me crazy you should try having 50 guns and have feel feel all at one point like i probably have like three four mags for every gun. suffering some (laughs) suffering from success (laughs) (laughs) i know big complaints feel free for me today speaking of like guys i used to play airsoft with we had this one guy another guy on our team he would bring 50 guns oh man Every, like he would just bring crates and crates and if like anybody wanted one they could use it and anytime like because he had so many and somebody would be like, hey, can I buy this one off of you? And he's like, no, man, none of them are for sale. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> you, don't, you don't need that many. But be damned. Well, it's, already, 
you always get the kid that comes out there with like 19 guns strapped to <laughs> yeah oh yeah at the same time that's the the best the terminator loadout yeah those those the best <laughs> make it five feet into the game and something breaks so they dude the worst is i saw a kid fall down with a bunch of shit on one time and literally all of them just like busted to pieces i felt so bad for him i love I on on that I also love watching like the overstuffed backpack that's like not cinched up correct cr- it's so it's like damn near around his lower back like bouncing as he's trying to run. It's like who's dragging who? Is the backpack dragging him or <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to like <laughs> <laughs> fat kid is like, I know when you're talking about me. fat kid i shit you not dude he shows up he has these big ass i'm not sure which model they are but he's these badass pelican cases and he opens them up and it's like and there's just like nine thousand plus dollar aeg builds that he's done just like stacked in there like sardines and he just he hands them out to anybody i mean if you want to get somebody that you could test shoot one of the guns before you bought, drop the $1,100 for one of his builds. That's tough, yeah. Meet him at a field, dude. He'll just throw one at you. I'll be like, yeet! Enjoy. <laughs> That's a good use of him, I guess. Not hoarding it's... him like me. <laughs> <sighs> you can't have any of them. Sitting, <laughs> sitting on him like Smaug, your little pound, That's right. mound of gold. Just no throwing up guns. He's got his own little pocket Benedict Cumberbatch. He's like... <laughs> just hugs all of them <laughs> you, should, you should take the ones you don't like and make a throne out of them melt them down game of that's right. that that'd be amazing melt that sweet sweet alloy guns that are <laughs> god knows what they're made from you just sit on it and you immediately fall from the yeah it probably just fall apart immediately. <laughs> so uh with all of your 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 more custom guns and some of your cooler stuff uh this is actually like one of the last questions i can even think of do you have a because I I know it's kind of funny. There's this big hubbub about BBs and like who wants to use this one and that one. And it was my understanding that BLS makes all of them. But have you run into a specific brand that you think shoots better or is more accurate or you've got a certain weight you're kind of partial to? Or I love the HPA BBs. I discovered them on on my own just because they had so many different sizes. Anytime you start looking for anything slightly off, even like two eights or three twos, and then they start putting out like the heavy stuff. The six eights they just came out with what they call them the rocks oh, yeah <laughs> the rock. dude it's there's they're point six eights and i hey, there yeah, you go yeah I, I, I would call those the tooth fairy bbs because you hit a kid in the mouth he's losing fucking chunks it's awesome have you got you to mess with them six seven no i don't know i mean i remember i got these and someone's like these are just like painted ball bearings for like for God knows what I'm like. Eh, I don't know if that they are, but they're like they'll scratch up your barrel so bad. And I'm like, shit. Uh, that shit. <laughs> I mean, it's like you got to retrieve these if you ever shoot them at someone because they're like a dollar a BB or something. Yeah, they're expensive. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. really curious to see a video on that once you get your hands on yeah the the newest or obviously the latest. I, so yeah, well, I got some. They're labeled six sevens here. I don't know if they somehow they went to six eight since I got this little bag yet. Like. Uh, Comic Con or Airsoft Con last year, um, but yeah, HP is awesome just because they have first their bios and like their whole story is that it's actual bios where stuff will degrade on Earth's uh, temperatures, not like in space where it needs to hit like 160 degrees for them to break down or something. They're like I think 140 or 120 or something like that, somewhere somewhere realistic, um, and then just all the weights you got like from twos all the way to like four eights i mean you got these crazy six eights whatever but i don't think that's that's ever going to be a thing 
Um, so for me, HPA, I just, I just stick with them. Never had a jam. They're acceptable at most events because they're bios, which some, which is an important thing too. So yeah, I, I dig them. They're, they're who I've been sticking with for the most part for a while now, and I've really been impressed. I've also, like I said, I know, as far as I know, for the most part, almost all these companies are either an offshoot or they go through BLS to get a lot of their stuff done. And I've ordered just straight BLS BBs, but I have noticed because I ordered a bunch, a bag of BLS 4.5s, and I got a, Corey was going, he got a big bottle for us of the 4.5 HPAs. And there's yeah. So I didn't realize how much they were when I stuck them on oh, the yeah. table. <laughs> like threw them at me. It was like it was here. Like, it was like fifty bucks. It was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, they God, they shoot so well. It's been yeah. Bad. I mean, and if that, you're sniping, that's gonna last you like oh, forever. It does. Yeah. 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 Still cheaper than paintball. That's all that matters. <laughs> Goddamn sure. <laughs> but uh, no, I think. I mean, I think we're about getting at our at our wrap up point. Thanks for coming on, man. You've been awesome. It's been really cool, kind of picking your brain and yeah. with you. Yeah. Thanks for putting yeah. up a particular brain. Hanging out with you guys. Um, is there any plug you want to put of your products or where they can view your videos or? Um, yeah, if you guys are interested, just Google Brain Exploder. I think I pretty much have the every possible outlet on that name. Uh, so either my YouTube channel or if you want to buy any of the mounts that we've mentioned here a few times, BrainExplorerCreations.com or BrainExplorerMerch.com for the Zoom cameras and any other sort of pre-built stuff. Cool. And Instagram. That's where I actually post stuff sometimes. <laughs> Instagrams. Instagram. Right. Punk, you want, to, uh, you want to see us out, buddy? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, we asked, before we hit into that, we are also – uh, on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, we're kind of not doing as much with YouTube because meh. Um, yeah. Out with a meh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm ASAP Podcast uh, on Instagram. Um, so yeah, and here we go. Uh, another serious airsoft podcast is based around the terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about <laughs> toy guns and their adventures using them. <laughs> Uh, and with that, or, and with the lack of follow through airsoft as a dude, it's a fucking miracle. We've made it to episode 11. <laughs> if you like what you heard, great. Let us know. Um, and if you don't, we'll keep that shit to yourself because we got to do <laughs> constructive criticism. So call your hits. Don't let the admin see you drinking and we'll see you next time. Later guys. Yeah.